Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. We are back for episode 223. Jer, oh. what does that mean? Oh, you know what that means. And no, here's, here's, what does here's, it mean? That's here's, why I asked. Here's the big thing. Usually we're all about prime factorizations here. No need, baby. This is a prime number episode, which means we have nothing special planned, but wah, we're all... Wah, wah, prime oh. number. Oh, that's the prime number <laughs> goose uh, <laughs> announcing <laughs> with his classic <laughs> walk walk. Dude, where did you... How did you get this glitter? Or fall from the ceiling. I, I, I knew you were going to be really excited about the episode, so I, I spent all day. Uh, I called out of work and I loaded up the glitter ball. As you see, uh, it is uh, yeah. The, by the way, this is old like like glitter from like the sixties. It has like a lot of like weird like a, asbestos. And it stuff aged in it. well. It aged yeah, well, well. It's I think it's mostly lead. So ah, oh, that lead based glitter. Yeah, lead based glitter like they used to have. Hold on, I'm gonna do a line of it real quick. Yeah. Just hold on a second. Oh, that's some good that's, glitter. That's good glitter. Oh, that's oh, I can taste yeah. the seventies. It's, it's called Gary's glitter, and it is uh, it's from the from the sixties and seventies. Um, and uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. a lot of thank lot you. of a uh, lot of dead strippers back in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, um, very few people know that if you take a nineteen seventies or sixties stripper and cremate her, you end up with a pile of glitter that you can then smoke. Yes. Yeah, because we all smoke that glitter, baby. Actually, I think that I feel like glitter definitely has to be the name of a, a drug, like illicit substance. That definitely, there's some drug out there that's probably had a bright color. People, are like, yeah, man, you got that glitter. You think so? I, I'm looking it up right oh, okay. now. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, anyway, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. I hope you enjoy a prime number episode, which means nothing except for that. I like prime numbers. We're not a we're not a numbers podcast, though. We're a uh, funny news podcast, so we're gonna give you weird news that falls through the cracks. Scott, what do you go. find? What do you find? What is this new drug called glitter that ah. literally looks like glitter? Okay, I knew it. I knew that had to be. That sounds like such this a drug. This is uh, someone on uh, Reddit. Uh, See, we're, we're learning something new already that we didn't even know we are going to bring you. That's this what we do This is someone on here. Reddit. Uh, they're on Out of the Loop, which is a subreddit I did not know existed. I did not know. We'll probably yeah, actually, follow. that sounds pretty cool. I'm going to open that up later. Uh, he goes, apparently my stepbrother has been injecting some kind of drug that looks like glitter. My stepmom found a vial of it and some needles at our place it's after literally he was just glitter. over. Yeah. And she asked the police about it. But I guess they just called it glitter. I haven't seen it, so I can't say specifically what it looks like. Like a, like. Like a synthetic or... It seems like a downer. Since last time I saw him, he was literally falling asleep at a table after going into the bathroom with his girlfriend and avoiding the rest of with, us. With a giant shiny vial, yeah. I read somewhere that it might be cocaine, but I've never heard of cocaine affecting someone like that. He's not wrong. Um, that's Yeah, not only that, but uh, bright silver cocaine that makes you go to sleep is probably not really cocaine. <laughs> First response, top response. I'm yeah. not sure the entire cocktail that makes glitter, but I know it's a com- its common ingredient is pioglitazone, cool, which is cool. medication that helps control blood sugar levels. Okay, might explain Gly, why your brother yeah. was feeling like falling sleepy. Yeah, yeah. Glitter seems to be a brand name of uh, pioglitazone and rosiglitazone, and they are both insulin sensitizers. That is drugs for dealing with diabetes. In this case, type two. Quite, quite possible your stepbrother is doing it for legitimate reasons and I don't see any evidence of it being used as a recreational drug at all. And yes, lethargy due to lower blood sugar would be an effect of the drug. Oh, okay, so, so this sounds like uh, potentially the guy was just a, 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 a raver that uh, had happened had diabetes. Glitter so. is not a brand name. It is a street name. Yeah, I, I would assume that. Like, that definitely... <laughs> and some and this person goes, for those wondering if he may be hiding his diabetes, this behavior makes me doubt it. Who, yeah. Who goes to that? Like, yeah, just gotta, gotta go to the gotta bathroom go, uh, now. Go to the bathroom. What are you doing? Yeah. Using insulin for your diabetes? No! 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 <laughs> I'm not a monster! I don't even need to go to the bathroom at all! <laughs> no! I'm gonna piss my pants! He pisses his pants <laughs> yeah. on purpose just to prove a point. Well, there um, you go. Well, okay. So, uh, so well, glitter, hey, glitter is a drug made out of a diabetic medication. Yeah. The more you know, folks. But that's the kind of stuff we bring to the table. But the most of our stories, when we actually uh, have them prepared, which we'll get to in a little bit, uh, we do a little special twist on them where we try to create new uh, brainstorm, new content that may may or may not be, get created someday uh, out of these funny stories. Sometimes a movie, it's, sometimes a song. It. Right now? Ready? Oh, Ready? you've got it. Perfect. All right. It's a movie called Glitter. Uh, starring Mariah Carey. It uses a uh, famous pop star in an acting role, which is, you know, a twist on the genre. <laughs> that's right, that's right. I and, mean, uh, it, Britney Spears uh, did it with Crossroads. It uh, it will make as much money in the theaters, I guarantee, as the street value of a dose of the drug. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I, I think it's uh, I, I think, think that's that a solid happened. idea. I feel like it could be a reality if someone would just make it happen. Uh, Glitter came out, what, early 2000s? 
Uh, no, so probably, we were talking earlier, 60s and 70s. Uh, oh, dead oh, hookers. oh, that's the, the, this glitter, you mean. Yeah, okay. I, I don't thought, know. I, don't, I, I was talking, talking about the movie Glitter. That's, the one uh, I just made up. That you made up came out in the early 2000s. That could not have happened. Could not have happened unless a, one of you went back in time to give the idea to a younger you that made it, and now you don't remember that you made it. And if Even for, though technically, I guess you could have just given the idea to a, a movie studio to, to try to tank the studio. You had a, a beef with the studio. You went back in time to tell the studio... To make it, because you decided that you didn't like uh, Disney anymore because they fired James Gunn. And that's what happened, even though Disney, I don't think, made glitter. And in this age of remakes, I <gasps> think... Reboot glitter! I think if there's a reboot of glitter, uh, I will still feign ignorance on the original and consider this... I've never seen it, the, although I might... stealing the I idea from to, us. Uh, because I think it's on how, they, how they, this get made, I think. I at would, some point. Was Glitter about drugs or anything dark? Was it just about a... It was a pop star, I think. Was it a stripper? Or? I, I don't think so. I think it was like family. I don't know how what do it was call, about. How do you Glitter? In, I literally never uh, saw it before, but... Uh, not that sounds sexist, but how do you cast a hot woman in a movie called Glitter and not have it be about stripping? Uh, well, this is it. Uh, Mariah Carey makes her feature film debut in this love story set against the backdrop of the New York club scene. <laughs> ah, Glitter. I bet they were doing some Glitter. Carrie plays a young singer who overcomes a turbulent childhood and become and begins an exciting but often volatile and precarious journey to superstardom from September 21st, 2001, 9-21, always remember. Wow, 10 days after 9-11. That's, uh, that's crazy. Wow, it sounds like Glitter's my, uh, my favorite Western I've I ever seen. I wonder that's why it did so bad. People are like, no, this, if we watch this, the terrorists win. I've actually heard rumors that that is true. That, oh, you mean that it tanked because of that? Or yeah. that they be, people assumed if they watched that shitty movie, terrorists would win? All right, fine. Hey, we're on Safari. Uh, go to Google real quick. Let's yep. do top grossing movies week of 9-11. Uh, yeah, grossing movies week of 9-11. Uh, I'm going to pull that up. Because uh, what, what I'm thinking is everything tanked that weekend. Uh, I, I mean, I would assume so. I want to see a blockbuster that made like $1 million. Yeah, let's see. I uh, might have to actually uh, come back on this because I think... Uh, oh, uh, films postponed after 9 or Also, the thought... Okay, there, there, there was a general um, 9-11 uh, f- uh, flops at the box. Oh, I was waiting for you to say 9-11 funk. Yeah. Ooh, 9-11 funk. Which could be two different things. Like, well, but the, the ennui of society as they face destruction or 9-11 funk. Well, well but apparently what they were... Uh, Wait, that's what, not funk What, what ended up happening uh, is they actually... Uh, a lot of... Uh, studios postponed, like I mean, seriously, like by significantly like number of months, the uh, their releases because they're like, oh, we don't want to get caught up in all this terrorist stuff. Yeah. Also, Al Qaeda sort of financed our movie, so we're hoping for this whole thing to pass. This will be people will forget about this in a few months. Uh, the won't story they? of glitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Al Qaeda funded our movie. I was like, oh, and it even got like they didn't have time to pull the pull the prints, and even like at the very beginning, like, oh yeah, funded by Al Qaeda. Yeah. yeah. It's Mariah Carey just like <laughs> praying to Mecca for the first yeah. scene. <laughs> uh, Although we need to revisit a uh, uh, 9/11 funk. Oh, actually, I'll go. She's a twin tower. <laughs> She's mighty mighty till the planes fly in. She's a twin <laughs> tower. Yes, Mariah Carey. She's it's, it's September 21st. She can't take those planes in. Boom. <laughs> 9/11 funk, and I'm just gonna write funk song. About 9-11. We, that might not be as, as obvious as, as the title sounds. We've written stuff down before and be like, what are we talking about? Kato. They're mighty, mighty with their bombs on their chest. All your songs have mighty, mighty in them. <laughs> Do you know one funk song, Scott? <laughs> You're like, oh, no, there's, there's another one. Yeah, it's mighty, mighty. I think, I think Scott knows one funk song, ladies and gentlemen. George Bush. Junior, he's my body. <laughs> gonna send those planes in. Yeah, gonna slam down Al Qaeda. Gonna rock this house. Uh, I think a whole 9/11 funk album would be good. It'd be a song called "Never Forget." Um, uh, there could be uh, just the 9/11 funk by Bruno Mars. You know the least American Americans. Is that the new TV show about the... Uh, it should like, be a show. The, well, it's the spinoff of The Americans. It's just oh, called The Least American Americans. No, no, no. This will be an interview series. Uh, first episode, you interview people who were alive for 9-11 but have had Alzheimer's since and can't remember it. Oh, yeah. They're just like... All, they always forget. Yeah. <laughs> 9-11? Oh, I always forget. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So what were you doing at 11? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember 9-12, 9-13, 9-14. What's today? Is what today... are they talking about? Why am I counting? Yeah. What am I counting these, to? These numbers, yeah, I get 916, 917, and 918. Is I'm this assuming... a trick question? Did I miss one? Yes. How about 9-11? Did I miss that one? And also, what's a trick and what's a question? What? <laughs> <laughs> They peep, they peep themselves. This ain't gonna never forget. Who are you? <laughs> what are you doing in my house? And what is that thing on his shoulder? The least. Well, on his shoulder, it's a parrot. That's our eccentric director. On his shoulder is a camera. Hey, the old, uh, I like that the, there's an eccentric uh, director. Well, it's actually a parrot cam. Yeah, he, it's it's fun, too, because he doesn't yell cut. The parrot does. But, God! Uh, but all the time when it's not supposed oh, yeah, to. Oh, yeah, middle of a great scene. God! Like oh, he's no no no. He's he's crying about the family he thinks he lost in nine eleven, but he can't remember. Wait, is the Alzheimer a parrot? I mean, the parrot have oh, Alzheimer's? parrot has Alzheimer's too. Oh, okay, yeah, that's why oh. you can't train it. Oh, cut! <laughs> no, not now. Now, <laughs> never forget. No, that nice old man is trying to remember nine eleven. Nine eleven. Wait, what happened on nine eleven? I like that. Now, now it's Barney Fife as the plays the parrot with Alzheimer's. And the old guy's just like. <laughs> doing here? Why does that man have a bird? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no. I just, oh, I just feel sad. I lost my, I've lost my wife in 9-11. Who, you lost your wife in 9-11? This is, this is the first part of actual story you've told us. What? Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> oh, wait, no, there she is. I found her. She uh, was 9-11. She was the first woman on the WNBA. <laughs> it was unfair to most. She didn't have to dunk. She just kind of like stood over people and peed on them. <laughs> Man, you crazy, man. They called her old wet court. <laughs> oh, well, we're off to a good start with some good store, uh, some good uh, uh, content already coming out of stuff. And, you know, we're, we're not even ready for web droppings yet because you uh, we, we actually have a sponsor message. Uh, uh, well, first of all, we do actually have sponsors. We do. We have the Bambox. Yeah, so we you go the to thebambox.com slash lost at home. You can get a special offer from them, from us, to you. And what it is, is put in an offer code LAH10 after you submit something to your cart at checkout and you get an extra 10% off. Just make sure to use that initial link to get there. Otherwise, uh, I don't know if it counts. Uh, but Bambox is a great service. It has geeky collectibles. Unlike the other subscription boxes that come to your mail monthly, these have items you can't just go to the store like Target, Toys R Us, RIP, yep. and uh, oh, Walmart. Uh, basically, what you end up getting is Hollywood replicas, signed items, photos, prints, uh, movie props, uh, some of the coolest stuff I've ever seen in a monthly subscription yes, box. Yes, yes. We, we we got one <clears throat> one time. We got some really awesome stuff in it. Uh, you got I, a gold-plated replica of the Lord of the Rings Yes, thing. which I actually don't use, and I was going to talk to you about that. because you What mentioned were you going to use it for, may well, I ask? I was hoping... I need three uses for I, that ring. I, 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 right, <laughs> right now, I need three uses. Cock ring? Turn, I thought so, but I was giving you some credit. Turn turn invisible. Pretend I'm married. Boom. Nice. I like those. Uh, first one, uh, if you could maybe like uh, fucking, fucking shove that right in there while you're soft. Yeah. You are going to have the most painful well, erection you've ever had in your entire life. That's why I got to give it away because I did I that once. I don't think you could even shove it in there. Yeah, no, I I know it's a, it's relatively it's a I mean it fits on a finger, but my penis is, your uh, penis is, fits on a finger, is, huh? But yeah, well, a finger fits in my penis. I'm one of those urethra guys. Ah, you know, well, that, you, you that, know explain, the, that explains the girth. You know, the old gang I used to yeah. run with the urethra boys. Yeah. If your average urethra is two percent the width, no, the circumference of a penis. If you could fit your pinky ring or your ring finger into the urethra. I'm trying to extrapolate out. It's 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 hurting me just thinking about this, but yeah, but but people do that. Well, actually, we didn't bring one. There was one story we didn't get to the table, but it was posted on our podcast fan page, and I'd read about it elsewhere. You would have like a ten foot a, wide dick. Somebody, some kid. I didn't put, do the math. I put, gave up. <laughs> You, you you were like, okay, how long do I have to make it look like I'm thinking to make him think that I'm actually thinking and calculating? Well, I did that chalkboard thing where all the math equations come off yeah. and fly at me. But then unfortunately, they all got just, by you. They, they, they <laughs> turned into dicks. They started slapping yeah, me like, in no, the No, they turned into dicks again, doctor. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, I got an F on the exam. All the numbers turned into dicks again. <laughs> How do you fail physics? Well, all the formulas turn into dicks, you know, the usual. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there was a kid that got a USB cable stuck in his, his, uh, his uh, down his urethra because he was he was curious. Hey, you know quote unquote. D- depends which end. Is it the USB end or the lightning port end? Because that's at least smaller. Well, but the, the, if it was it was the actual. It looked like it may have been the USB end, but I don't know. Yeah, that is. That, you're you're right because the other and side. That's the, other the story side. of the man who invented R- Roto Rooter. 
Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, I don't want to go to a doctor for this. Uh, yeah, that makes my uh, my ding dong hurt. But uh, yeah, but uh, okay, yeah, hit, so up the, hit up that band box. Band it's box. pretty awesome. There we and, go. Uh, we actually have a tangentially connected story. Well, I was gonna say the one of the things that people don't know about this is we we get sponsor offers all the time, but we love our sponsor the and band box. We haven't box. turned one down. Uh, we and but we we have turned one down. Yep. In our t- entire time, we um, turned down yeah. my pillow. Yeah, that's right. And we it, this was on uh, moral grounds actually because we were aware of uh, of the my pillow guy's story. Uh, and His story we, and we felt like it sounds didn't like fit. a rags to riches story if you were a fucking lunatic. Yeah, but but I it, I don't think it fits with like the family friendly atmosphere we want to. You know, it's, well, I mean, it's kind of like how we can go ahead. He's an ad- adamant Trump now, well, supporter. Here's the, here's the thing: is now enough of this stuff has come out where it's it's okay to mention this now. But we didn't want him as part of one of our sponsors because he wasn't he didn't fit with our family friendly brand. Kind of like yeah. people being concerned about James Gunn's ten year old tweets. Yeah, and his political um, affiliation know? wasn't enough for us to be like, no. I mean, we're no, not. No, we're I, not, I, I we're don't not care, Trump honestly. I, I, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I, I totally we'll understand. Take anyone's money. Everyone's money's green. Exactly. In fact, I would rather take uh, money from people who support something I don't like, so I can be like, yeah, the left money for you to give to the people. But anyway, yeah, we're yeah, not. But, we're not. A, we're not a politically motivated. Uh, uh, Podcast, so we're not going to get into that part of things necessarily. Uh, but he has been coming up because he has been vocal on Twitter and stuff with support for Trump. And most recently, uh, he did declined to, uh, which is totally his right. And actually, I stand behind him for this decision anyway. Declined to pull his advertising from the Laura Ingram show, which is on Fox News. After uh, Laura Ingram, right? Laura Ingram, or yeah. I, I, you're oh, close uh, enough. Hey, no, you know no, what? No, if no. you are wrong, let's not buzz no. market this. Shit bag. No, the, actually, the, I'm just wondering. I'm like, am I thinking of Laura Ingalls Wilder? I don't know. But anyway, Laura Ingram show. Uh, it's the, anyway the Ingram show. No, you're thinking on about Fox the News. you're thinking about the one who shits at her pussy on air. Laura Ingram, yes. Yeah. Uh, so yes, Laura Ingram. Yeah. You ready here for us last <laughs> podcast? Laura Ingram can shit at her pussy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it turns out she's actually shitting out her asshole, and it slides down and makes it look like it's just an optical illusion. Classic David Copperfield. Uh, she's so right <clears> of center. Her her shit hooks are right. Uh, it's not really a right. No, I mean, if she guess. was laying on her right side, like sleeping. Yeah, I guess it would be relative like to how you're, position. how you're facing her, watching her shit out That's of her pussy. That's picture she shits, dude. She yeah. gets into bed, she spoons with her husband. Her and shit then, exits her ass, curls up into her pussy, and nests. <laughs> <laughs> and then nests until it's ready for a nice birthing. And then she birthed that uh, that fecal matter. Anyway, so uh, she, she um, uh, had some... Uh, Rather terrible things to say, and a lot of people already. This was big news back when it happened about the uh, Parkland, uh, sur- one of the Parkland survivors, uh, Parkland shooting survivors, and uh, eighteen plus advertisers pulled from her show almost immediately, except for and, and the My Pillow guy was not only did he not pull out of it, but he specifically tweeted about the fact that he was not going to. He's a big Trump supporter. He in, and I'm sure that he. I mean, but the other thing too is, I I think you know if people wanted to put pressure, and there was a bo- uh, boycott for Buy Pillow, which is also the right of the people to call for. And if you really you know believe in that kind of thing, then you should go ahead and do that. Um, you know, the My Pillow career wasn't like a brand wasn't ruined by it. Uh, definitely wasn't helped by it. But I think most of their uh, most of their commercials are on really late night when. Uh, old people are dying, or uh, are or up. on Fox News, yeah, and 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 especially when cokeheads are up, which resonates true to the next part of this, which is some more facts you want to know about my pillow guy well, with this, your pillow guy. This now technically, I guess, falls under the umbrella of web droppings because this is an obscure story from the internet. Uh, the original my pillow starter, and still the same guy who runs yeah. the company too. Uh, Mike, Mike, Mike Lindell. Lindell. Yeah. Uh, was known as a very avid fan of crack cocaine. I think if you use crack, you become an avid fan of it. Yes. I don't think there's just somebody who's like, yeah, I like to do crack casually. Um, maybe he, people out there. I know people who do cocaine casually, but okay, crack seems to be just one of those things you're like, tell me if you, you just do it. Tell me if you think he's casual. He was quoted once as saying that he had done so much crack can't cro- Croquet. Croquet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He was on crack doing all that croquet at three in the morning in Central Park. Yeah. So and people were like, there, there's something there's going no on. There's no wickets. <laughs> He's just hitting pigeons with a fucking croquet <laughs> mallet. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's a talking pigeon uh, that is has Alzheimer's. I've done a callback that didn't make sense to y'all. Sorry. That works. <laughs> um, he had so much crack cocaine pounding through his bloodstream, he hadn't slept in two weeks, he said. And even that happens. I've heard that with most, mostly with meth, where people are up for eleven to twelve days and they actually start seeing shit, yep. goblins on planes and stuff. Um, at one point, even his own drug dealers told him to slow 
down. Not only did he tell him to slow down, they actually gave uh, an order to all the other drug dealers in the area. Pretty much one of the you know, like when you go to, to a counter and it says "Do not like uh, take a check guy. for this," you know, from this guy or whatever. Uh, this guy in the drug dealing community who they, they're just like. Uh, when a drug dealer says I'm concerned for your safety, boy, you got you done fucked up. So yeah. he actually told other drug dealers not to sell, and he was trying to get five dollars worth of crack one time with a hundred dollar bill, and they still wouldn't sell to him apparently. So, uh, and I get what did he came came home one point, and his crack dealer was like sitting there being like, y'all, need, you need to chill out, you need to get some intervention sleep. from your from drug your, dealer. From your dealer. And he, and he took a picture of him and showed, like, you know, it was like, you got it. Yeah. Can we just say early on, um, this doesn't need to be extrapolated into new media. This should just be a movie. Like the life story of Mike Lindell. Yeah. I think the, the Lindell story. The um, I think we need a conclusion. I think that's what we're waiting for. I think that's what the world is well, waiting I think, for. I think that, that's the you thing. Because can't is, end with him shaking hands with Trump. Yeah, we, we want to kind of like... Uh, you know, Although the, that's a really good moment in the film. That's a Forrest Gump moment. It, it this is, is the Forrest Gump of right-wing crackheads. And pillow guys. Um, I mean, we have more to tell, too. Uh, I, I think it would be actually... I actually would not mind seeing a movie about this guy, but later on, kind of like the founder about the McDonald's guy. I want Louis um, C.K. to play him. Uh, yeah, it'd be Louis C.K.'s big... I know he's kind of a dirtbag now, but make it a comeback well, in five years. Yeah, I mean, Louis's already working on making some... I guess he's been doing some, like, Caroline's gigs and stuff. He's been doing some small gigs as a comeback, so... Okay. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's on his way back. He he knows not to show his penis to people uh, anymore, so... So in... Uh, March Should have known it before, by the way, because he's yeah. an intelligent man, but obviously has some stupidity in him. Uh, so back in March of 2008... No, uh, no, this guy's got to be played by Norm MacDonald playing Burt Reynolds playing Mike Lindell. That's what it's got to be. Because this guy the big mustache. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like how uh, Norm MacDonald yeah. would play Burt Reynolds is like, the, you know, the dickhead uh, celebrity yeah, Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's him playing that character playing Mike Lindell. Okay. Yeah. And it's going to win Norm MacDonald a fucking Oscar. Uh, in 2008, in March, in Minneapolis, uh, his marriage was failing. His house got lost. Well, he lost his house. Wait, was this was this before or after the crack? This is during during the during crack during just regular normal crack usage. This was this the thing that like led him down as uh, well. No, it's, <clears> actually it's funny. Is viral uh, or whatever? This skips ahead. I was reading an article and I thought it was all uh, chronological. But um, let's back up a little bit to the point where he. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think where. Well, I mean, he started using that cocaine in 1982. Yes. Uh, yeah. Switching to crack in the 90s. So the history of Lindell uh, more or less starts with him being raised in Chaska, Minnesota. Um, he attended the University of Minnesota and dropped out. Uh-huh. He uh, jumped from one business idea and to another. And then he took cocaine. Is uh, that the end of it? Nope, nope. Uh, oh, so, oh, by the way, this is us also doing research for, the, for our script. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, he uh, had his sister's apartment flooded flood and he decided because of that he'd become a carpet cleaner so that is definitely a pivotal moment in the movie where there's got to be like something where like that happens this and, is and, his and, first like, epith- big entrepreneurial yeah, idea and, and epiphany and, and i think we should take some liberty creative liberties where ahead of that he's trying he's hot trying to hawk all these weird inventions he's got that are like fucking batshit be sure. like dude kid we don't want none of this stuff this stuff's crazy man we don't want your hot dog in on a bidet uh, hot dog at a bidet.com uh still on under uh, uh construction and uh anyway continue uh, after he started a cleaning company that failed, he heard about the success of lunch wagons, which are food trucks. Yeah, food trucks. Yeah. And uh, he started one of those. Uh, he actually started more than one, I, and that's my, they uh, failed. That's my retirement plan. I want to. I want to just have a food truck. Oh, it seems easy. Yeah. Well, it's like the good thing, if especially. You're a cook. Well, especially if you like. I, I I used to cook, and I just, I like cooking. Um, but food trucks, you can be very niche with like. I guess it's. Niche, you can make three like, things. Like, three things. Do it really well, and just. Have your own hours because if it's in retirement, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Yep. Uh, then Lindell moved on to Las Vegas where he tried his uh, hand at counting cards. Uh, he failed. He got kicked out of casinos and banned. Yes, that's right. And yep. then he decided that raising pigs was a good idea. How do you do with that one? Is he uh, still raising that, pigs, Scott? No, that that failed too. Oh, so he's... This guy... I'm wondering how hard... It must be really easy to just be... To do the... I know, I know entrepreneurs fail a lot. Like the whole thing, you're supposed to like if you don't fail a bunch, you probably aren't doing it right, kind of thing. But uh, this, this guy, guy failed a lot of uh, like things that probably just seemed. I can just understand failing at counting cars. You get caught once, you're but fucked. He but. has a, he has that spark. He's someone who could have done something if it wasn't for the drugs. I mean, not to say he didn't do something, but no, it's no, a, he's, it's, I was gonna say, he's if, a millionaire. If, if anything, he's a, a multi-millionaire company. Yeah, but honestly, I'd be a multi-millionaire sucking dick if I could. I don't yeah. give a shit. Uh, at one point, he was pouring bar. He was a bartender, yeah. and he ended up buying the bar he bartended at. Like, this guy always figured out a way to make he, money. He, he is entrepreneurial. We'll give him that. 
Um, so yeah, he uh, one night, well, very, 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 very high in crack, uh, couldn't sleep, and said in a dream he kept hearing my pillow. So in his crack binge, <laughs> he wrote my pillow all over the walls of the room he was in. So th- that was probably while his wife and child were in the house. Oh, so this was okay. So so. Still the crackhead, okay. so the, has so the crack. A new so, so what he said is his marriage was on the outs. It wasn't like he got divorced and then turned to crack because he was depressed. No, he, he had a family. Fucked his family up because of crack. Yeah, but then became which, a millionaire. Which happens. That's the way it happens. Yeah, and I bet then they start crawling back. Oh, honey, I want that pillow money. Oh, you thought I was crazy when I was on crack and writing my pillow all over our wall in feces. Also, a creative liberty of the movie. <laughs> And so um, he did late night infomercials that we all know about. We and do. he went from five employees to five hundred in one year. Yeah, I- I'm also guessing that when they talk about him uh, getting clean the next year and then making a pillow, I don't buy that. Making a pillow and staying up all night sewing your own prototype of a pillow is definitely something you do on coke. Yeah, like that's definitely one of those. Man, I got this idea for a pillow, and and it go like cut this foam up. No. What's interesting is unlike a major corporation that definitely weighs the value of advertising and the value of your product and everything and tries to come up with the highest profit margin ever, he may be a millionaire, but he's doing it by throwing away a lot of money to get money. Uh, In 2017, he spent $100 million on advertising. He made $300 million. That is a failing business model in most people's eyes. But But when you look at it, it, he made $200 million. Yeah, because remember also, he doesn't have, uh, I mean, mean, maybe nowadays he actually has people putting money in and stuff, but it seems like because it's a direct marketing thing where you're just buying things directly from him and his company, like that's his money. Like that's his company's money. So so in other words, you do that and you pull a $200 million profit that's a successful business model yeah the, the issue is is most places have so much overhead on top of it he's got his employees it sounds like in advertising but he does he does a shitload of advertising no, your average movie it. would never spend that much on advertising one third of its entire um, uh budget no but i mean although i mean i guess marvel movies and stuff spend about half their budget on like every time they're like oh this movie costs 150 million to make or it made 300 million people are like it's a failure because they probably put of hundred million into advertising, yeah. Or market, sad at this marketing. Point, I should say it's not, to. it's not advertising marketing because that's a lot. Of, like that's viral marketing, social media, uh, websites, uh, games, just all that. Put kind a of movie shit. in the theater tomorrow and be like, yeah, here's our new one. And it would just it would <laughs> yeah. Go, it would make it's literally called millions. Avengers: The New One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the New One Part Two. They just stopped trying. Un- untitled film. Go see it, Jack Off. Yeah, yeah. Give us your money, you fucking yeah. <laughs> patsies. <laughs> Anyway, it's not untrue. Uh, so yeah, that's the story of uh, one of the reasons we uh, we knew a lot of this stuff earlier. We just want to let you know why we do not have my pillow as a sponsor because you were all probably asking that question. Uh, that being said, I say we go into the show proper. Let's do it. Web droppings. <laughs> All right. Um, our first story is a follow-up from one of our stories last week. Yeah. The Black Sarcophagus. Oh, and I hope people enjoyed uh, Halloween in July. Um, I also sort of, but not really apologize. I have, I have very little recollection of that episode. Uh, I was going through some shit, and it was my birthday. So a combination of those two things uh, made me, uh, well, I was intoxicated. You played it loose and fast. And I, I think was we, fast I think, and loose. I think we had a fun but time. I'm, I'm sober as hell this week. Well, I mean, today, by the way. That's what I mean. <laughs> I love that long, quiet, like yeah, qualifier. Like, yeah. Oh, by the way, um, yeah, yeah. We had that. We had the story about the sarcophagus found in Egypt uh, a couple yeah. weeks ago. They opened it. I know it's pretty cool because what you were saying, don't open it because you it could bring on the end of the world. Well, it didn't. Yeah, there were three bodies in it, which is weird. Uh, it was yeah, it was one it's of those kind of weird. I guess like it's mine, 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 and then it shut on them, and they're like, oh shit, this is awkward, boy. We're gonna have a hell of an eternity, boys, aren't we? Yeah, uh, it's called the Eternity Fraternity. It's well, the, already a movie. The ooh, I like that. Yeah, it's like it's like a bunch of bros that uh, go to heaven together, but they end up getting stuck in limbo because they date rape too many people. But uh, hell is too full because there are way too many uh, me tooers. I was, I, I'm glad you uh, finished that statement. So I'm like, oh, so rapists go to limbo because yeah, eh. no, they were gonna go to hell. <laughs> yeah, they, they were never gonna go to heaven. They were gonna go to hell. Jared's not fully grasped the Me Too movement. <laughs> <laughs> All rapists go to heaven. Are you oh, in no, limbo? That's not a yeah, good thing. me too. Yeah. For raping, because it's not that bad. Yeah. The uh, All Rapists Go to Heaven movie was uh, was uh, originally greenlit by the Weinstein Company, but unfortunately after that closed down, uh, no no more anymore. Too soon? 9-11! <laughs> of course, of course. 
All right. Uh, um, so they found three bodies inside of this cool. and a bunch of liquid, which has been identified as sewage that leaked into the sarcophagus. Yeah. So you've got poop and dead body residue. Yep. And guess what that means? Someone went and put a petition up. Why? To get rid, to be like, uh, let's study this for science. To drink it. Yay. To gain the powers of the dead from well, Egypt. Scott, surely not many people could have possibly signed this crazy petition. I believe as of right now, it's over 8,000. I think it's actually more than 17,000. Oh, it went up. It ding, went ding, up, ding. Yes. We need that yep. bartender bell for like when someone orders a douchey drink. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, 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 well, the douche like, yeah, it's like, identifier. I'll, I'll drink a douche bomb, which yeah. is what I call all bomb drinks. And then as soon as you order one, they bring the bell to make sure you're... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh shit. We're you, up to, we're up to 20,000 now. Almost. Oh, 19,633. Four. Somebody... Five. five. No, no, literally. Yeah. Six. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Oh, it's going up big time. People are listening to this live somehow and going on. To it. So, yeah, it'll be over 20,000 by the time this uh, podcast is done. And uh, the petition to drink the stuff uh, will never come true because they will never let someone drink toxic stuff from a private place. Yeah. It seems like just sending somebody like a glass of uh, clearly poisonous liquid. Oh, and oh, and why do they want to do this? Well, um, uh, people, uh, well, one of the things I guess in the, ch- in, the in the petition um, it was said uh, they want to drink the red liquid from the cursed I'm saying cursed even though it's cursed but cursed for reading this dark sarcophagus so we can assume its powers and finally die so they are like we, we like barely let like suicide machines exist I don't think you're just going to get a company like a scientific uh, expedition to be like we'll send you a glass of this this death juice and let you go ahead and pass peacefully into the dark embraces of Mr. Hell himself I think after this petition if I was one of the archaeologists I would fill one vial with the goo not do anything with it. Just bring it home, oh, and, and then just it's, it's gonna like, be that's the goo from the petition. Oh, and that oh, put, and put. I'd that have sh- a weird collection of shit if I was I'm, an archaeologist. I'd put that shit. That's a dick from a mummy. <laughs> yeah, that's well, the yeah. black goo from the sarcophagus. <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, Nick and I were writing uh, a, a, a dick a, mummy a script about stuff, and we were talking about Howard Rocking Carter. Down, the first thing he did when he discovered King Tut probably was was stole his dick. Because I think the running joke in something we're writing is that Howard Carter. Like just has a weird dick collection, but a lot like of them that. are mummy dicks. Yeah, it's like so he would steal all these dicks, and one of them was King. Like that's King Tut's dick right there. That's a cursed dick. If you've ever seen one, dick mummy, you look like a dick, but you're not. I'm writing dick mummy down as a song. You're wrapped in cloth, shriveled up. You're a tiny dick, a little dick, <laughs> petrified dick. Oh, you know what would be great, mummy dick. Howard Carter did steal King Tut's dick, but because King Tut was like a teenager when he died, he gets arrested for pedophilia. Howard Carter of Mars and the search for the mummy dick. <laughs> Just mashing it. <laughs> yes. Everybody, because we all know that everybody loved that John Carter. We need to get to Mars. Why? The dick is there. Yeah, did you find the dick? This dick? No, that dick. There's two dicks. Two dicks. That's the trailer. That's yeah. the teaser. Yeah, yeah. And at, and at the end, it's like what looks like a finger wrapped in cloth, and it shakes and powder flies off and explodes. And yeah. the titles are "Mummy Dick." Yeah, and uh, uh, no, no, that's a su- that's a sub subtitle. And then somebody says, uh, somebody says, "Oh, see, this is why you're supposed to spend money on advertising Disney." Yep. Oh, they they failed big on John Carter way back in the day. That was Disney, right? I don't remember because I didn't care. It was. It was Disney. I know that, and they failed miserably. So you know, I don't know. Why I asked you. It was rhetorical. I guess I knew the answer the whole time. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so sign the petition. Who cares? It's not like it may, means anything whatsoever, but people can spend their time doing whatever they want. Uh, hey, you know who else can spend their time doing whatever they want? Jenny fucking McCarthy. That's right. When that's... she's not thinking about how vaccines give your kids AIDS. Ah, uh, no. Autism. AIDS-tism. Oh, my God. The new powerful <laughs> super AIDS-tism is out. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> She uh, she apparently uh, thinks her house is haunted, and it's mainly with it thought because I think she was quickly corrected. Thought. Oh yes. yes, because she posted on social media that her house was haunted because she heard music, and by the way, she, piano she music. She posted playing. proof because she has a Nest Cam, you know, one of those like smart cams or whatever. In your yeah, house. yeah. She used her smart device to prove that uh, she's so stupid. Her other smart device has a startup chime when yeah. it's reset that sounds like music playing. Yeah, and she did not. Okay, to to her to her one. Okay, I'm gonna defend and then uh, criticize her. No, to no, her, you defend. I'll criticize. Okay, well, okay, well, that's not any fair because I okay, but here's the thing: I will, I will still criticize. I'll piggyback on here so people don't think I'm defending Jenny McCarthy. Um, in her defense, as far as the sound going off, she had never heard it before because she had never restarted it, and and her okay, uh, okay. Google Home crashed and restarted on its own. Oh, oh you know what? You know what? No, and it, it's no, sort of no, like no, a no, piano no, chimey sound. Yes, no dissing then. 
All right. Uh, do you want to be Jenny McCarthy or her husband? I'll be. I'll be. Uh, I'll be Jenny. Okay. I'll be your husband. All right. Um. Uh, honey. Yeah. I think our house What's up? is haunted. What's up, Jen Jen? I think our house is haunted. What do you, you mean, know? Jen Jen? Speak louder. I'm upstairs. I'm shaving my pubes. Um. Our house is haunted, baby. Our house is hunted. What's that even mean? Haunted. Hunt. You haunted. just you saying it louder doesn't make it different. But should, because <laughs> I'm saying it right and you're hearing it wrong. Hold on, let me come downstairs. Uh, come I'm, da- I'm done with my pubes. Honey, come downstairs. Oh, oh. Hey. What's up, Jen? Jen. Hey, uh, I think our house is haunted. There's a piano playing ghost in the house. I don't hear it. Well, it's ha- doesn't happen now. You gotta, but we got, you know what? The Nest Cam is on. Let's revisit the tape. All right, let's watch it. <laughs> Uh, Isn't it cool that's, they have- that's you on the couch fingering yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I do to make sure I don't get AIDS tism. And okay. Uh, okay, so I'm done pleasuring myself. I walk out. Listen to this. I'm watching. Oop. Bing boom, boom, bing, bing boom, bing. Yeah. Whoa. There's a ghost playing the piano. You, Jen, 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 Jenny, Jen, Jenny. Quick, I'm fingering Jen. myself again. It's not a ghost. Okay. You know that Nest Cam. It's connected to that Google Home. Okay. It makes music, like your phone when it like, rings. Oh, like a ghost playing the piano? No, it makes music. Like a ghost playing the sure, piano? Sure, sure, Jen Jen, Jen Jen. Like your a phone, ghost playing the oboe. When your phone rings, do you what's think that's an, a ghost, Jen Jen? Yes. Do you think your phone ringing is a ghost when it plays that little song? Yes, it's the Chinese boy that died making it calling for help. Isn't that what it is? NC. <laughs> it does not get better than that. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's our that's our. Oh. So anyway, people. Uh, she posted this on social media, and my defense to her was, um, I, you know, what what I said. It made noise, uh, when she didn't know it was going to. That would maybe freak somebody out. But the fact that there were like it was like an immediate assumption, like, oh, must be haunted. It's a fucking ghost. That's yeah. That's yeah, it. It's so. Uh, so Jenny McCarthy was uh, quickly corrected uh, when she posted this on social media because people were like, uh, actually, uh, not quickly corrected, I should say, quickly uh, backed up by a lot of people who saw it like, that's freaky and shit like that. Granted, that, you know, she had quote unquote proof of, of a ghost and it wasn't until somebody who owned a Google Home and actually like had rebooted it at least once uh, was like, that's just the sound of your Google Home. Do you have one of those? Yes. Is it haunted? <laughs> uh, no, it's just the sound it makes when it starts up. Starts up? You mean it's alive? No, I mean like when it reboots. Why does it need boots? It's a computer. Where's it going? End scene. Yes. That's my you. Jenny McCarthy impersonation impression. Uh, anyway, so yeah, yeah, we can uh, we can probably move on to the next one. Um, this was a uh, YouTube video that I managed to find while going into the subreddit deep into yes, YouTube. Yes, for folks, uh, we we mention a lot of subs on this uh, podcast, and we get a lot of our. Infra- you can you can't really beat Reddit when it comes to finding Reddit is content. the front page of the internet. It's yeah. literally the only website you ever need to go to I on know, social media. I remember like when somebody was uh, criticizing like me bringing up a, uh, I brought up a story that I had heard and he was like, oh, I had already heard I heard that on Reddit. I'm like, yeah, well, like that's where we get a lot of our stories because that's how and they're like, oh, like as if we're gonna be able to find content quicker than Reddit users can find content unless it's in our backyard. We pretty much scour we scour the internet in general, but. Uh, Reddit, Reddit is, is all Reddit the is internet a landing page. Place. That's, uh, that's thousands of people scouring, and we pick the best from just right. multiple. Now Reddits. that we're done sucking Reddit, stick. anyway, deep into YouTube, great Reddit uh, subreddit. Yeah, yeah so not all of Reddit. I think there's a lot of poisonous shit on Reddit. You know, but oh, yeah. uh, no, no, every- deep into YouTube is a beautiful one. I think the criteria is they have to have over, over, or under a certain number of views yeah, after this, they've been up for a certain amount of time. Yeah. This video had under 600 views. I think it was 530 when we found the story. Some of our YouTube stuff, uh, YouTube.com, has under, up, yep, and some uh, has way over. Yep, yep. Mixed bag for us. Yep. Uh, uh, Fraggle Cock hit, uh, I think, past pretty close to the one and a half, two thousand mark recently. Yep. So go to uh, YouTube and look for the Lost Stone Podcast. That's right. Subscribe. Anyway. Um, so this girl, uh, we're not going to mention anything about her because I have a little thing I want to do at the end. But okay. she has decided that cats have accents and decided to teach us all those accents by doing all of those yeah, accents she, vocally herself. And, and, at, and at first, it actually, I, I thought she was like taking requests or something. It Don't mention like anything reading. about her physical appearance. No, no, I will not. Uh, I, I thought she was taking requests because she was looking at the uh, at the computer. But then all of a sudden, she started rattling them off. And actually, I think before we even get any further, why don't we actually just let her rattle about a minute of these? Let's off. literally let a minute roll by. Okay, cool. And so I decided to go through how all different cats speak. So American cats, meow. German cats, meow. Rastafarian cats, meow meow. Uh, French cats, meow. 
Mexican cats. Meow. Meow. Um. Italian cats. Meow. Meow. Um. German cats. Uh, Japanese cats. Nah. Chinese cats. Nah. Korean cats. Nah. If you can think of any others, let me know. Bye. All right. Well, um, that uh, that's a thing. Yeah, and, and I don't think much needs to be. Actually, I would just like to see uh, Cat Lady accent the musical, where it's just her. It's it's a model. It's a what is it? Uh, what's a one man show musical? You know, one woman show in this case. Okay. Where it's just her okay. up on Broadway doing this with just a backing track. Like, I can picture and, her and doing she, that on and, Broadway. And she like, literally on the there's, side a, of the there's a single yes, there's a single chair. She walks on stage, as she calls it. It's the sidewalk, and uh, and hits play on uh, I'd say a boombox, but she, uh, I, I would I would say like in this day and age, like a laptop or something. And it has a backing track, the wireless and, speaker. And yes, yes, there there she goes. She on her phone to the Bluetooth, and then she sits there and she she just rattles this, these these off and under a backing track of music. I like it. So, I like it. Uh, cat lady accent, cat accent lady, the musical. Now, we have some topical news. This is going to be old by the time you guys hear it, but yeah, we love the, this. That's the way people love their topical news, old. Well, <laughs> and we, old and out of date. We record a few days at a time, but usually our stories are more obscure. This one actually made pretty much national news, but I liked it. Oh, yeah, I actually, just, and I, I believe actually the people on, because uh, our time slot on Rainbow Radio got moved, so I think actually, unfortunately, people more on who Tuesdays listen, now. Yeah, I think people who listen to this probably get it. Uh, about a week after we actually record. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. It used to just be a few I days. wonder why they moved us. I wonder if our ratings dropped. I wonder if they They raised. have a few other shows on uh, uh, the uh, Saturday show. We lead, we lead into the Rachel Maddow show, I believe, though. So We lead into show. Rachel Maddow? Yeah. That's pretty, pretty cool. Good. You hear that, listeners? I don't know if we have the same uh, listener base. You hear base. that, Rachel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be on our show? We'll let you bash Trump. That actually does feel like slightly weird to be like, yeah, you hear that, Rachel? And it's like, well, you know, she's the, she's the next show after us. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think she heard us, but yeah. Anyway, uh, politics. Hey, how about that Russia thing? Yeah, there's a bowl. Oh, you mean we're, oh, we're both oh. really bad at starting a story. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, how about that Wall Street bowl? How's yeah, he doing? Fucking Putin. Oh, Jesus Christ. We got our <laughs> wires all crossed. Oh, our ding dongs are crossed too. How did we end up with our. Penis is stuck together like two uh, sticky like gummy those, worms. Like those, like those suction cup dildos. Oh, those too, yeah. Oh, the, ones yeah. You, the ones you can put on a bowl with Putin. I, I've never seen one of those We're suction cup dildos. We're narrowing it on the story. What, what do those suction cup dildos look like and what can they be used for other than doing his dildo they stuff? They look like dicks with suction cups on the end and you can cover a bowl with them. My dick looks like a dick with a suction cup already, but it's on the other end. I can't have sex because it pulls the ladies' insides out. <laughs> he has that rare inverted penis head. Yep. <laughs> it just And it just sucks, sucks things right out. Yep. I've prolapsed many an asshole, that's for sure. Yep. That's the sound. That's, just, no, just, I know it is. I, I've heard it. So uh, that, was, yeah. that was you playing a sample of my of my dickhead, which I have no idea how you got. So a uh, renegade street kid. artist named Jeff Jetton has taken credit for a prank that happened on Monday morning, which was the big bowl in Wall Street. Yeah, covered in dildos. Covered. Yeah. And then, oh, that's, and and then was, by the way, top, Monday morning would be last Monday for when when you guys record. Not yeah. this past Monday, but a week. From earlier than today. If they're getting their news from us, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. July 17th-ish, I think. Bull, come on, July, July 16th is, was the, the Monday. Oh, yes. my fucking God. July 16th, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to Jared Loves Dates. <laughs> I, I, I was waiting until like, you would actually cut me off. I was like, how long is he going to let me do this oh, stupid I hit, shit? I hit, I hit the peak. I'm okay, like, good. No, no. Thank, thank God, because I was about to stop myself. All right, so uh, on top of it was also a mannequin, uh, shirtless Putin. Yes. A uh, regular ma mannequin, pretty ripped, I gotta say, big pecs. Well, how many dildos but, uh, did you with, say? Uh, hundreds, I'd say. 130 dildos. Wow, I'm good. To decorate the bowl. I like that. Um, what I like is that- They were all donated, too. That's even better. Yep. Secondhand dildos. Secondhand dildos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, so what makes the story even better is that when it happened, it took a little while for the police to figure out who did it. And they, of course, uh, talked to the guy. And I guess he's going to get some kind of very minor charge out of this. Uh, Jared, do you know the exact charge? Uh, no, I don't actually. Okay. I uh, know. But uh, uh, there's a lot of speculation. Once again, we're hearkening back to Reddit because it's actually mentioned within this story. Uh, Reddit was uh, a, a 
Twitter with uh, ideas. Oh, Reddit of, was a Twitter. I like your uh, little little plan words. Tried, the, tried something. The mixing there. the social stuff there. I, it, it succeeded in my yeah. Um, and they uh, they had a lot of uh, theories before the actual you know uh, artist, if you want to call him an artist. I do personally. I, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, came this, forward. This is like reactionary. It's, it's art. One know. idea was that cops patrol that Wall Street area twenty four seven. It's For one a of the more reason. guarded yes. areas because yeah, white city. people go there, and yes. it would not take. It would take more than a short amount of time to get this accomplished, and one hundred thirty people did with it one with dildo a piece. Go up, stick it up. That would almost have to be it, except for the fact that a crowd of 130 people would also at, raise at like at yeah. like three in the morning, whenever they had had so like ba- this sure, had to do the Banksy style, you know? Yeah, they're not sure how it happened. The police even are baffled. So on Reddit, on immediately it. they're like, "The cops did it." They, they very well, yeah. They I, thought they took all their confiscated criminal dildos, collected them, and stole them from uh, impound. <laughs> dil- you know, and then and then fed know, this one guy used, line used, saying, "Listen, used criminal dildo impound." Our new show. Yes. On on the Reality Network? What's that called? That's probably it. No, it's, it's the channel with there's Impractical a, Jokers. There's True TV. Of, oh, True TV. I was going to say there's like every channel True has TV. that. True yeah. TV. Cr- criminal Impound Dildo Lockup. And uh, every week they have different people coming in to claim their dildo. Like, it's it's about six inches long. Doesn't narrow it down. Yeah. It's pink. No, oh, that's no. half. Yeah. Uh, it had batteries in it. Were they uh, good or dead batteries? Well, I might have they left good it on. They, yeah. they were good when I had it, but they might be dead now. Um, any other physical features to it? I carved my name in it with a hot knife. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, uh, what's your name? I don't remember. I have Alzheimer's. Wait, here's my dildo. Never mind. When did Bye. you lose this dildo again, ma'am? Uh, around 9-11, I, I think. I forget a lot with the Alzheimer's. Yeah, yeah. I never thought I'd forget that, but uh, I don't even know what that date means anymore. Well, I found a dildo that has a hot knife carving in the side of it, but it says never forget. <laughs> is, your, is your name never forget? I don't remember. Oh, let me check my license. Oh, shit, it is. I must have got legally changed to never forget after I got all crazy. Probably to help me not forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we remembering? <laughs> oh shit! Well, yeah, the uh, the the police, uh, but I like that theory because the, that w- they would allow because all it says here is a non-criminal code citation, so the person's not going to do any kind of. They're just probably going to pay a fine. So the, I I could see the police doing this and being like, all right, they found an artist. Say like, listen, your name's going to be all over the papers. You'll have a tiny little fine that we will pay for you. It'll do nothing for your yeah, criminal exactly. record. You'll get a bunch of stuff out of it. We're gonna do this. We're gonna desecrate this motherfucker, and you take the credit, and we're all gonna. Cops have a good said time. they were laughing when they called they, yeah, him too. Exactly. Well, I mean, first of all, I don't care who you are. You walk up and see a bull covered with dildos with a shirtless mannequin dressed as Putin on it. You're gonna laugh. Now, I have a thing for you, Jerry. Or you're gonna jerk off if you, you're. You, you, you hang know, out with like people. Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, you go, I, you go, I used you go to, to friends' homes and apartments. I, I do. They do not know I'm showing up usually. And do not know I'm there. It's now, a it's a real weird like hush situation. Now, this is for you and any listener out there who thinks maybe they need to add a little oomph to their social life. Oomph, I like oomph. You, you want to be that friend who's remembered, who's like the the life of the party. Yes. So the next party you go to and you bring two dildos to, um, leave them. Don't don't take them home with you. But what you do is you say all your goodbyes, you, you shake hands, you give hugs, you walk out the front door, you walk maybe four steps, you turn around, you very awkwardly go back into the party, pick up the two dildos, hold them next to each other, one about an inch higher than the other, wiggle them and go, huh, never forget, <laughs> and then leave. <laughs> that was a hell of a setup. <laughs> Uh, well, I do. I mean, that that's, your friends will be crying, laughing, hmm, you know, and crying about their loved ones they lost in nine eleven. I, 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 it's, it's, it's almost like uh, I need to try this out at a, at a test party. Say, like, if I were to have any parties to go through this weekend, maybe I should get some dildos and bring those and see how. If it you goes. arrive at my housewarming party with two dildos and make nine eleven jokes using them all night. You might just own part of the house. Yeah, you might just have a twenty like, percent yeah, share yeah. in the house. <laughs> like yeah, it's rent paid up for a while. Yeah, yeah. take he now, any, he now lives in the boiler room. Take anything you want from the house. He's a friend take... of Freddy Krueger, and he says he'll say nothing but bitch. <laughs> I think it's a win-win. Bitch, <laughs> just with wiggling my dildos. You just yell up the laundry chute when you want food. Bitch. <laughs> So it sounds like I'm a prisoner in this story. No, actually. you can come and go. You just choose to live in the boiler room. I choose room to live in the boiler room and scream and bitch up the vent. So and then you for drop food. and you drop down sandwiches. Yes. yes. 
children sandwiches, bitch. And we'll also hot burn with a knife into the bread uh, children's souls. Yes. Into each bread. Never forget. So you're eating children's souls. And it says never, yeah. From the the daycare. I'll take a children's soul sandwich, please. Oh my god, that's a great Nightmare on Elm Street movie. He's an Elm Street member who moved out of town because you know in the other movies he hunts people out of town who used to live on Elm Street. Yeah. Goes to work at the Twin Towers. It's Uh. 9-11. The person has kids in the nursery and Freddy Krueger's hunting the toddlers when 9-11 happens and it confuses him because the dream world gets fucked up by the 9-11-ing. <laughs> I feel like you've uh, invented a new verb there. <laughs> so Krueger's trying to stop the terrorists so that he can kill the Elm Streeters before the terrorists do because, you know, they're his. They're his souls to take, not the, the jihadists. Of course, of course, yes, yeah. Oh, oh, and then so then it's pretty much Freddy versus the terrorist at that point. So you have a terrorist. Oh, on, and then people would totally buy so, that. So you have a terrorist on the flight over New York, the one that went into the field, yeah. and you got one of the rugby players who knocks out a terrorist. And as soon as he gets hit, like the screen, the camera follows his head down yes, to the floor, yeah. and then it goes and then black, conti- and then continues and rolls back again. And he's in the dream world, yeah. right? Yeah. And Freddy Krueger's like, "You're trying to Don't take, take away my soul, my bitch. babies, bitch, my own babies, my own babies, bitch." <laughs> Uh, also, for some reason, now Freddy sounds like a professional wrestler, badly impre- impersonated by Jeremiah. That's right, bitch. And the nine eleven er, he uh, tries pulling his suicide vest, and Freddy grabs him to stop him from doing it, but it pulls him into the real world, and then he kills all the people in the planes. So the rugby guys get no credit, dude. Actually, a fucking Elm Street versus terrorist movie, because that's one of those things where you a nightmare on nine eleven. Yeah, which would people? Yeah, a nightmare a, a, on nine yes. eleven. I'm yes. thinking about the image, the graphic, the title. We got a show. I think actually, almost a nightmare on nine eleven is the title of the show. I think. So. Yeah, Freddy Krueger going after kids who are about to be killed by terrorists and getting pissed off and killing the terrorists because he's going to kill their kids. Yeah, his kids. I like it. I'm very sold on that idea. And uh, oh my god, look- we could do a Friday the Thirteenth too. Like not tied in directly as well, yes. But yeah. like an Al Qaeda training camp is up by the would, Canada no, when, border in when, Maine. When in you the mentioned woods. when you mentioned that, I was thinking you could create essentially an Expendables of horror with like Hellraiser, Fra- Freddy, it's and all always that. Terrorists. But, it, but it's them versus terrorists throughout like the franchise or the movie. Yeah, you get all these jihadists training up in like the woods of Maine because so they, really they stuck it- through the border. And Jason comes out of the lake and he's like, they look at the sign and they're like, "What do you what do you say that sign is?" And they're like, "Crystal oh. Lake, huh?" Forget about it. <laughs> and then Jason comes out of leggings and starts murdering them. I, and then you have another where she hot us, so we're going to attack on Halloween. This is yeah. This is like a te- like a terrorist uh, is the actual franchise. So it's not like this is part of the Halloween franchise or part of the Friday the Thirteenth franchise, Nightmare on Elm Street. This is part of a new fr- franchise about terrorists. Who, but is, who just happen to be hunted by the, the other East ones? Yeah, finds the fucking box in yeah. the Middle East. Oh, and, oh yes, definitely. Like and they're at a training camp. And they're like, Ahmed, put that down. You need to train with the vests. Yep, and then they're like, but I like my puzzle box because I do not want to and be a goes, terrorist. <laughs> but he doesn't want to be a terrorist, so he's like, so we can actually have a, a, a protagonist because we don't want to have like every. Oh, this is 2018. A, you can't have like all the um, uh, every uh, Muslim or, or Islamist. Uh, oh, it needs to be very clear. Individual, these are, these are ISIS. Like, so we we have to have like at least a couple of protagonists who are also of the Muslim faith. So one of them can be one that just was sucked oh, into you ISIS need to root for. And, and and never really wanted to be. So he plays with the he he's a puzzle guy instead, and he's always never absent for the trainings. And he finds the box and opens it and then it turns out he was able to actually turn the Cenobites against uh, ISIS instead and actually in exchange for um, uh, you know whatever I don't know being not having to be an ISIS anymore yeah, do a human centipede that way one. Again, you can you can be really pro- progressive you know yep. do a human centipede one of a Muslim protagonist yep, yep. human uh, centipede do, do, we're just like a bunch of yeah a bunch of uh, uh, ISIS guys way. so together it can go either mouth, way mouth the butthole as long as the ISIS guys die in the end yep. and also in the Hellraiser one you have a new Cenobite that's a girl that wears a hajib and then, like, she looks pretty normal, but then when she, like, lifts it or something, it's, like, nightmare. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't even know what it would be yet, but it'd be something fucking cool. And it's got to be a cool reveal there. It's from her ankles, too. She lifts her, like, thing up an inch. Yeah, and it's like, psh, something happens. Yeah. I was, uh, the Hellraiser movies are great. They were. They're not yeah. as good now. Uh, well, I mean, the first two Hellraiser movies, yeah. I mean. I'm sorry, the Hellraiser movie and Hellraiser 2 were fucking amazing, and they still hold up as terrifying. Oh. The thing in an ISIS training camp where you just root for the monster. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to... Uh, alien, obviously. Like a xenomorph getting... ISIS like, in space. Space ISIS. Space ISIS. Which the United States is really afraid of it, but it turns out they don't have to be because the fucking xenomorph takes care of business. Obviously, predator versus terrorists. Predator versus ISIS, you know? 
Man, yeah. we, we got a franchise, like, fucking ready to yeah, go. Yeah, ISIS in the future is taking over Jupiter for mining, and, like, they're like, oh, you don't want to go to Isupiter. <laughs> you know, ISIS is, the big, like, we call them because it's the Islamic State in uh, Syria, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's Ice, Ice Jupiter is, would translate. <laughs> I don't, don't think it works with the way ice, their acronym ice works. Ice <laughs> The Islamic State. In Jupiter, actually, Isis, Isa Jupiter, I guess, would be what it was, or on Jupiter, Iso Jupiter. Um, so yeah, that that works out pretty well. I think we're gonna miss our last story because we're down to pretty much the song to go out on, which is fine. Um, uh, anyway, because we also have some good ideas that came out of this: nine eleven funk, uh, funk song about nine eleven, uh, Dick Mummy song, and a nightmare on nine eleven, which I think should be the name of this episode. Personally, what the hell is the name of that song? I, I, it's I know a nightmare on nine eleven. No, no, it's thinking of like a closing song we can't use because we're not using real property songs. But I was thinking of that song like uh, "I'm Your Venus, Your Desire." Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm your Venus. Yeah. I'm your fire. Your desire. I'm Isis. We're on Isupiter. Yep. It's on fire. You gotta figure Parts one suicide bombing on Jupiter might light the whole fucking thing. A lot of Jupiter probably is on fire. That big red dot, man, ain't red for no reason. That's a big old storm right there. Been brewing for a lot, long time. Fuck yeah, Jerry takes the hard stances. That ain't no fucking dot. No, that ain't no dot. That's a dot inside. Like, I think a bunch of Earths could fit into that dot. They can. And, I've seen pictures. Yeah, of us putting Earth into that dot? I think you may have... This is a parallel universe where somebody just, like, an evil supervillain shot us into the big red spot. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. Big red spot, baby. I wrote a song called Big Red Spot. So uh, uh, I wish I, I wish I had the song actually finished. I'd go out on that. Instead, I'll go out on something else. So what's the title of the show again? A Nightmare on Nine Eleven. Nightmare on Nine Eleven. And I like uh, it. yeah, and that's the name of the new movie franchise. Well, the, the beginning of the new movie franchise. And I uh, remember, if you ever leave two dildos at a friend's house, you can be the most memorable person of the party if yeah. you just forget them and go back for them. Exactly. You need to definitely do that. That will make sure that you either maybe never get invited, but they will always have a story to tell. Your name it's will be the, known. It's the equivalent of like in 1996 lighting a fart and yelling backdraft. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, equivalent. That was a solid one. There's a lot of. I feel like we should start making uh, jokes, fart related jokes about every single. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Movie. My favorite actor, Kurt Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any movie, any movie with a good title that where you can turn into a thing where people remember you. Like as you're leaving a party, the first girl you pass, you just jerk off in her hair and you go Little Mermaid. Oh. And you just walk out. That's a good one. Yeah, I, little I was, Mermaid. I was, I was actually, it, I, I think too, like you could, uh, you could find somebody's nice china cabinet and take like a little, uh, like teacup out of it and shit in it and go, big trouble in little china. That's a nice, Kurt Russell nice, one. Nice. That's a Kurt Russell one right there. It's also you, John you Carpenter. You grab one. your, uh, your neighbor's, uh, terrier and, uh, go murder ass, it. ass with oh, it okay. and shit directly into its ass from <laughs> yours and be like, oh, good dogs go to heaven because that would kill it. Oh, okay. I was expecting like you to be like human centipede with dogs. <laughs> no. Uh, so, well, uh, that reminds me. There, I have another idea where you take three dogs in your neighborhood and you sew them ass to mouth. <laughs> That's just fucking animal abuse. Animal abuse. The movie. That's a new one. Uh, yeah, I call that one the Polar Express. You do it during the winter. It's oh, like a yeah, train. Okay. That's good. Uh, <laughs> It's a train instead of a human centipede. Or, it's a train or an animal dogs. or, 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 a, or a, uh, canine centipede. That uh, reminds me of that joke. There was a girl once who uh, was in high school and a bunch of guys had a gangbang with her and it got out and yes. pictures went consensual, on social media. Consensual gangbang. And this she got really not, depressed yeah. jumped in front of a train. And it was like, wow, could you be any more ironic getting killed by a train because of your train? That's a good, good joke there, Scott. We'll definitely want to end the podcast on that joke. Because <laughs> people will come back after that. I hope you enjoy Rachel. <laughs> now enjoy the Rachel Maddow show. <laughs> now, can you just play the girl meowing looped four times so this part gets cut off by radio? Ah, uh, probably yes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. This is this is all going in, and I hope you all enjoyed this. And uh, gonna go on one of uh, one of my tunes or something like that. And uh, it's I, a song by Train. And, Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> no, it's not by Train. Uh, next week, I, I've been working on uh, Indiana Hannibal song, which is a callback to last week. Uh, almost done. It's a punk song I wrote with my buddy, and it's pretty damn good. So hopefully nice. to debut that next week, if not the week after. Uh, this is a busy week for me, but uh, anyway, enjoy whatever I got going out on this week, and get lost get lost i i i is what they feed me 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 is what they tell me they 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 am to aspire no no 
greatest, what is best for me Open up the outside, give up on the inside Body language, pay attention, this is on the test Sing about a girl, sing about a girl, sing about a girl I trust me, they don't bet She's the cold, she's the cold She's the kind of make-believe you run from She's the sun, she's the sun She's the kind of sun, the sun you run from What could have been a life, a life, a life That I could join my friends in Oh, a life, oh, a life She's the kind of life, the life you run from I, I is what I'm hearing Me, me, me is what I'm eating They, they, they I'm to aspire No, no, notions make no sense Put aside the procedure Time's up, pencils down Have the ready growing up It's all the real world now Sing about a girl Sing about a girl Sing about a girl They trust me, I know how She's the cold, she's the cold Friends in Oh, what a life 